Welcome to episode number 128 of the Tower Talk podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And I wanted to say thank you guys for checking out the Radio Public app where you can find all of our hosted podcasts. Um, every time that you download an episode from the app itself, it helps give us a little bit of a kickback to run the website and, you know, help with the quality of the shows and et cetera, et cetera. But it helps creators um, really keep creating and making these, uh, these episodes for you. So thank you for checking out Radio Public. So let's Thanks. get right in. Yeah, let's get right into this Marvel news, right? Let's do it. First things first, the Disney, Marvel, and Fox merger. Well, it's really Disney, Fox merger is, is done today. Uh, first day of spring as we're recording this. And um, this means big things for the House of the Mouse. Um, I liked, did you see what Ryan Reynolds did? I put it on our Instagram today <laughs> where he trolled with Deadpool on a school bus and going to Disney. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a really funny post. Yeah, I thought that that was pretty awesome. But um, obviously, as geeks, we're most excited to see what they're going to do by bringing in these characters into the films. I don't know. It's an idea, but I'm thinking that we're going to see something in Endgame. What do you think? I hope so. I don't think so, but I hope so. Perfect. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. Baxter Building, uh, Westchester, you know, Blackbird flying by, something. You know what I mean? Something with the X-Men or the Fantastic Four. I just feel since it, it wasn't done until now that it won't be apparent. Maybe it'll be very, like, subtle. But we can always hope that it'll be something neat, you know, something just kind of woven in there. Yeah, I think... To be honest with you, I think that what they're going to do with the next movie is they're going to go into the quantum realm. And with the quantum realm, they're going to be able to go and mess with the timeline Mm -hmm. using the time stone. And I think when they do that, it's going to be their way of kind of going backwards and saying, this is what happened. All these things did exist, but they didn't exist when we first saw them because of the way that we did things. So we go, we butterfly affect it, and that caused us to be able to open up these other dimensions. Sure. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, one thing that might be in another dimension unto itself is the Dr. mutants. Doom. Oh. Uh, Dr. Doom would be nice. <laughs> um, new mutants. Uh, right now, it has a release date later this year, but Nobody really knows what's going on with it. There's a possibility it might make its premiere on Hulu. Yeah, I just feel like they they don't know what to do with it. Uh, it probably is a good movie, and it. it um, I doubt it. Yeah, you can doubt it, but I mean, we can also say, hey, maybe it was. So it's just it's stuck in this it's stuck in this gray air this gray area in this uh, this I guess purgatory of. Uh, Marvel movies now that everything's moving over to Disney. So, well, let's say this if it was a good movie, they'll put it out. If it's not a good movie, it will show up on Hulu and we'll know what happened. Hey, I bet you it's better than uh, Dark Phoenix. Uh, we'll see. Um, so, keeping on with that Marvel good news, James Gunn is back for Guardians what? of the Galaxy 3. 
Yeah. What? Did they like grovel? Did they beg? No, it's all right. This is a great thing for both studios, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think um, there was a lot of outcry over what happened uh, with his firing. I think, I don't know if they came to their senses or... That sounds just, about it. Yeah, I guess that would be the best way to put it. So Everybody anyway. was petitioning. It was just, it was, it was a huge, out, you know, an outcry for him to come back. So, I mean, Disney was foolish in the first place to do it. And I think just what you said was uh, the appropriate uh, term for it. Yep. So, James Gunn, welcome back. Yes, and sir. And then... Can you give me this one? Because I did not read this. Yeah, uh, I don't know who Florence Puch, Puch is. I don't, I'm sorry, I'm butchering her name. She's been cast as the rival in the Black Widow standalone movie. The opposite of uh, Natasha Romanoff. White it's Widow. Red Widow. I don't know what they were called. I don't know what they were saying. I, th- I heard like Red Widow. Then I was like, isn't it like too close to Red Sparrow? Yeah. The actual Black Widow movie that I still haven't watched, but yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> okay, um, good for that actress, and at least that means that we're one step closer to shooting this film. Well, you you know this movie's going to be next year. Uh, uh, once we get clear of Endgame and Far From Home, it's it'll be hey, here's our our slate for next year, which includes Black Widow, which is probably the, the simplest movie to shoot within a time frame like that. So we were just talking about that last show anyhow. So yeah, I think you're right. Just kind of thinking on that, that, that spectrum. Yeah, I agree. All right. So let's jump across the pond. Um, going over to DC news. So the long, I don't know, gestating <laughs> flash film might have, uh, some new writers in the form of Ezra Miller and Grant Morrison. <laughs> I was thinking like more like percolating or it's just like, drip coffee it's like is this happening can i get my coffee already please yeah um this is kind of wild to me um it's it's kind of being thrown out there like ezra miller wants to stay the flash so he's willing to do so and willing to rewrite the script and somehow grand morrison's like helping him out so hey that's a crazy idea and i'm all for it so please let's let's see what happens why not? That's that's some passion right there. Passion. Yeah. I don't think Ezra Miller has any writing credits to his name. Um, so that for me is like, I'm not excited about this news other than Grant Morrison. You know, he's a great writer. Right. He's been an accomplished DC writer forever. And um, it's Grant writer, uh, Grant writer, Grant Morrison doesn't <laughs> typically write dark things with the exception of Batman. Right. right. Exactly. So, um, and they wanted to go on a darker route. I last time we talked about it last week. I wouldn't say that Grant Morrison isn't dark. I would say he's weird and out yeah. there, but there is some dark stuff. So, I mean, watch Doom Patrol. Um, so, I did Grant Morrison write Doom Patrol? Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know. I oh, just yeah. know I've been, he, I've been running like. Like, uh, I know he's running, like, 2000 AD, and I think he was the... Was he the one who came and did heavy metal? No, he's uh, he's writing the Green Lantern right now for DC. No, I meant, like, just 
in general? Recently? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I, um, so, anyways, the idea of them wanting to go darker with a Flash movie, which is the total opposite direction of what the directors want to do with this, mm-hmm. is an interesting uh, little mashup there. So we'll see what happens with that movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's right. Grant Morrison also did um, that Happy. I forgot yes. about that. And he's written Swamp Thing. So I'm looking at his thing here. He's he's done some dark stuff. I'll take that back. He's definitely done some dark stuff. So cool, 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 cool. Um, moving on. We have the Suicide Squad is now supposed to be a total reboot. So. Yes, sure, but you know Margot Robbie's going to be in it. <laughs> so, uh, okay. <laughs> Not totally. You think so? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, why not? That's the only reason the why they've said nothing about it or, you know, have drawn that line, line in the sand. I mean, those characters we talked about last week, they're rumored. Um, I know it's like probably... Um, guns wish list. So let's let's hope that we just get a really cool movie, which I think we're gonna get regardless. Yeah, me too. Oh. Me too. And then uh, can you take this one? Because I don't even know who this character is. Yeah, so Chilla Man has been cast as Jericho on Titans, and Jericho is uh, the son of Deathstroke. Uh, so oh. that's that's a big uh, connection there. And, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, Chillaman is a uh, transgender model, uh, activist, and artist, I believe. So, okay, hold on a second. But this isn't... Who's his, his other son? The one that we always see on Arrow. That dude? Yeah. Um, isn't that Deathstroke's son? <laughs> Or is that just like mini Deathstroke? In the CW television series Arrow, actor Liam Hall portrays a version of Joe Wilson, who is the son mm. of Slade Wilson. Okay. So they take their liberties. All right. And Jericho, um, he was created by Marv Wolfman and George Perez in the New Teen Titans. Hmm. Yep. Okay. So they. They're doing their job um, as expected and delving into the next storyline. Um, and I'm really excited. Uh, so I just, I can't wait for Titans return. It's, it's going to, it's going to be amazing when Deathstroke shows up and we get another version of him <laughs> on TV. Yeah. I, um, I just read a little bit more about this character. It looks like he can possess people just by looking at them. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. And he's deaf and the character's deaf and he can use the other people that he possesses to speak, like speak through them. So that's an interesting, that's really interesting. I like that. Um, all right. And then finally, uh, Doomsday has been shown on Krypton in the season two, season two teaser, the teaser. Along yeah. with, uh, man, I don't know why why I did not watch the first season of that show. To be honest with you, it just it kind of like 
the minute that I saw that Brainiac had shown up uh, last season, and then they're showing Lobo coming on this season. So, yeah, once it's on DC Universe, game on. Same. Yeah, I'll binge it. I just need I just need that to binge it. Um, so cool. Doomsday is there. Uh, let's move over to comic news, which happens to also be DC news. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> Frank Miller and John Romita Jr. are teaming up to do Superman Year One. Um, I don't even need to know what the plot of this is, so I'm gonna read it. And we already bought it, so <laughs> pretty excited. Yeah, this is coming out under their black label. Oh yeah, that's right. It's black label. Yeah. So evil. As only Frank Miller knows how. That darker. Yeah. Darker than DC is usual. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if we'll see some Superman schlong in <laughs> this. <laughs> we can only hope so that our comic book collection goes up in value. Um, and finally, the momentous occasion is upon us. Detective Comics number 1000 comes out next week. Um, I think there's about 1000 variant covers uh, <laughs> written by everyone who's ever written Batman, anyone who's ever drawn Batman. And uh, I saw Jim Lee's panels. They look pretty great. Yeah, I got, I think I got like seven of them. Um, of course. I just, <laughs> maybe like five. Uh, but. I will say that uh, the ones I did pick were hands down amazing. So um, before we get into everything else, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back, guys. There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi, over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowel.com, geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. Hi, I'm Chris... And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're two cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? <laughs> well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you! Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions. Right, Taggart? We are back after those commercials and moving over to TV time. We've got a trailer for season two. It's actually technically season one, part two of right. Sabrina. Because that's how Netflix does things now. Um, I didn't watch it. So. I, I did watch the show. I really liked the first part. I will watch the second part. I don't need to see a trailer. Because I'm already in. Agreed. Agreed. Perfect. All right. Moving on. <laughs> so. 
Uh, there's going to be a Nancy Drew show, and Freddie Prinze Jr. is cast as Nancy's dad, Freddie. <laughs> Her worst nightmare, Freddie. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, not Freddie, Freddie, but I mean Freddie Prinze. No, I know. I meant Freddie. Freddy Krueger, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Nancy. and Nancy. Oh, okay. I got see what you did there. Oh, this would be a very interesting show. Unfortunately, this is not probably it. not as good. If they um, could do an episode like an homage episode, I'd be very happy. Um, speaking it, of what, I was going to say it's on the CW, right? This show, I believe. I believe so, since everything that's a comic book is now on the CW, <laughs> or like a fifties property. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, but speaking of past Freddie Brin's junior coworkers, uh, Ryan Phillippe has been cast in the Frankenstein inspired cop drama called alive, which we joked about a while ago. And yet it's still an actual thing. Yeah. It's getting so real that Ryan Phillippe is, uh, risking his career to take the role of a lifetime. I actually think Ryan Phillippe's not a bad actor. I just think that this idea is stupid. I had, I didn't say that at all about him being a bad actor. I said he's, he's taking up his risk in his career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Speaking maybe, of- hey, maybe it's the good script, man. I don't know. It's got to be. Or that it's good paycheck. Uh, there you go. And other things that were once dead and then alive, David Boreanaz. <laughs> Hints at something in the fall coming from Angel. It's the 20th anniversary of Angel. They didn't do anything for Buffy, but he said that they're going to do... He just hinted at something. So I don't know what that means, but I do know that he's completely on board if they decide to reboot the show. So we'll see. (laughs) Did he say after the fall? Or in the fall. No, just in the fall. Oh, okay. That yeah, that would be great. To, that would be a good little wink. Yeah. No. Right? Right? That's that's what I was thinking. Didn't do it. Uh, all right. Moving on to movie news. Uh, we have our official title for the upcoming Terminator film, which is Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah. Yeah, we... we it was uh, speculated a couple weeks ago. I remember talking about this. So... Um, I, for one, am ready for a Terminator movie that is a direct sequel to Terminator 2 uh, that James Cameron has his hands all up in. And, um, I think he wrote just, it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, yeah. they're just pretending like the other movies are just an alternate timeline, as they should. And that's, that's a great way to do it. Because you can, it's like the butterfly effect in these movies. You change one thing, the future's changed. So you can explain that all the way to the bank. And I hope they do. I hope it's good. And I hope it makes oh, yeah. millions upon millions of dollars. Yeah, it's got my uh, day one ticket. <laughs> so we get we keep getting more and more news. I, I I fully expect them to drop a trailer anytime for this Bloodshot film. Um, oh. They did have a panel on it at uh, Emerald City Comic Con over the weekend. So I saw Dinesh, uh, the old CEO of Valiant, um, tweet out a picture from the from the set. So bloodshot official synopsis is and granted guys, this is from geeks worldwide. So take it with a grain of salt. I've never heard of this website. Before. Can I read this? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So you have a voice that you're going to say. It I do. Just, I, just I really do. Want to read it. Okay. 
After he and his wife are murdered, Marine Ray Garrison, played by Vin Diesel, is resurrected by a secret team of scientists. Enhanced with nanotechnology, he becomes a superhuman, biotech-killing machine, bloodshot. As Ray first trains with fellow super soldiers, he can not recall anything from his former life. But when his memories flood back and remembers the man that killed both he and his beautiful wife, he breaks out of the facility hell-bent on revenge, only to discover that there's more to the conspiracy than he thought. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that's uh, what I would expect from this film. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope, I, I hate to say it, I just hope that it's good. I, I'm hoping that you do an audio drama and I can be somehow involved. Yeah, me too. Um, we'll see. You know, uh, but in the meantime, I hope that the uh, trailer comes out. So, speaking of good audio, though, yeah, do you want to just take these? I do. I am. Oh, I'm very, very excited. <laughs> very excited for this uh, this new Dune movie. To be honest with you, and it's uh, it started production, and it was announced that uh, musical god Hans Zimmer will be uh, <laughs> attached to uh, attached to do the score. So I'm I'm. I can't wait because a the movie's going to be beautiful, and it's going to have this soundtrack by one of the greatest composers of all time. Agreed, um, and the cast is pretty oh, bonkers God. too. So, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Dune very much. So, very very excited for that. Not as it's, excited as I am for this next piece. I just have a question: Has Sting been called for this movie yet? Uh, Sting up? is doing probably the title sequence. Okay, they're going with a Bond type theme mm. that Hans Zimmer is scoring uh, with Sting on guitar. Yes, so with Shaggy accompanying. Yes. Oh, yeah. So That's it's happening. Amazing. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. All right, what's next? I you were about to take this, and you you had a strong lead in, and I and I broke it. So it's okay, man. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> Bill and Ted Face the Music is now due out on August 21st, 2020. We have a date. We have a yes. date with Bill S. Preston and Theodore Logan. Yeah. Ted. A.K.A. Theodore Ted Theodore Logan. A.K.A. Wild Stallions. So um, I know my wife hasn't watched these movies, so I'm going to make her watch them with me so I can get get into it by next year. Yeah, they start filming this summer. Uh, Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves jumped on Twitter today uh, and made the announcement, long rumored. Um, well, not even rumored. They said it's going to happen, and now it's this, it's happening. So super excited about that. Really crazy cool news. Um, and like you, I've got to watch them again. So that's, that was great. Can't wait for that. Absolutely. All right, let's jump over to gaming news Speaking of Dune, uh, I guess back in the day there was a, a, a board game uh, that was published in 1979, re-released in 84, uh, alongside with David Lynch's movie, and then it just kind of went into uh, the nether realm. Uh, but now it's, re- it's re-emerging, and I've, I guess it's because of the new movie, I'm sure, and uh, we will have a chance to play it. Yeah, I'm. Um, 
I just like that they're going Dune crazy. Right, right, <laughs> like, exactly. Give me the Battle f- uh, battle for Arrakis game, and I will be in heaven. <laughs> yeah, I need some I need some of that on my, my, my PlayStation, my 4K TV. Yeah, you need a little bit of that spice, bro. <laughs> <laughs> enough of that in my regular life. <laughs> That's right, death sticks. <laughs> Exactly. I guess uh, I guess Die Hard is also getting a uh, a board game called the Nakatomi Heist. What what is this? <laughs> it's it's by the people who make like USopoly, um, and they make uh, Telestrations. They make other games like that. So that same company um, uses a one versus many asymmetric gameplay to pit Proket protagonist John McClane against others acting as thieves who are trying to stop him uh, and you have to save the hostage from the Nakatomi Plaza so um, whatever I'll play it <laughs> I love Die Hard so much I'm bringing this to family game night to be honest with you yeah. in fact you'll be going through air vents and other sequences that are in the film so walking on glass with that's a, it getting my wife beat her all bloody you know what it is Yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> All right. Next up, and I am very excited for this, the Konami 50th anniversary collections are coming. Uh, one has a bunch of weird, random games, but the other two have really sparked my interest. Uh, they're doing a Castlevania and a Contra anniversary series, and that includes like eight games on each disc. Uh, there's four games announced for each one so far, but there are four unrevealed ones. So uh, fans of both those uh, those series, get ready because they're coming to uh, you know your current console. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More Castlevania, please. That's it. I agree. And finally, uh, something that deserves its own podcast, uh, Google has unveiled the Stadia gaming system. Uh, I have not done too much research into this be- besides knowing that it's a streaming-based gaming system. Um, what do you know about it, But I got it. So first of all, just picking back off that Konami thing, they decided to put the Konami code on the back of the controller, which yes. I thought was genius. Um, yes. So any of you, uh, you know, video game sweaties will definitely know that. The best thing is, is that what they're trying to do is a lot of people get an urge to play a video game when they watch a trailer on the TV for that game, like on YouTube or whatever. And like this instantly five seconds, like that's the boot up, no downloads, no installs, no patch updates. And they showed it off with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, The new doom doom eternal will be on it. I'm sure like it's Google. I mean, like they have like a bunch of games that are ready to go. And then also instantly being able to jump in and watch people play uh, like a Twitch. Also jumping in and literally being able to play with somebody. You just happen to be on YouTube with one of your friends. You see what they're doing. Jump on into the game with them. So at first I was like, ah, oh, this is awesome. And then I was like, is it really awesome? Don't I just need a council? And then I thought more about it when I read a little bit more. And I was like, you know what? I, it depends on the price point specifically, mm-hmm. which we don't know. But the idea of, especially you and I, like who are getting further away from physical media, 
this mm-hmm. is this might be the option. And and the other thing is is like you and I will be on YouTube. Oh hey dude, oh you're just playing this game. Oh I don't have to boot up my PlayStation. Oh I'll just jump right in and play Borderlands with you. <laughs> so I thought it was uh it's kind of intriguing. See what how they shake up the industry. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, it's just I just I just feel like something like this is gonna just be like a revolution, especially since PlayStation Five is pretty far out. The next Xbox isn't really announced, so might be next year though, man. That they announce them, and then the next right. year they're out. Yeah, correct. But now it's like Google has put everything on the table, and now they they know what they have to deal with. So, yep, I agree. All right, moving over to Star Wars news, a little more uh, video game uh, news in regards to the revival of Lucasfilm Games, a.k.a. the predecessor of LucasArts, a.k.a. Uh, what Disney should be totally copying right now instead of letting EA bomb their franchise. Um, so this is actually... I saw all these jobs go up on uh, on Indeed because I've been actually looking at the Lucasfilm uh, job boards, and I'm located by San Francisco. So that's something that I was... I actually saw happen and then they announced this so i uh i should have probably wrote an article of my speculation uh just weird weird nerd stuff right all right so please lucasfilm games come back more sam and max uh and more better star wars games just let me flag goddamn x-men that's the biggest thing for me it's like if lucasfilm will start making or lucas games will start making Lucas games, my mm-hmm. Indiana Jonah fate of Atlantis, my rogue squadrons, my pod racers, whatever. That's what I want. I Dude. think they, I think they realize that they're losing a huge market in the video game realm. It's a $1.7 billion industry right now. And they're like, why aren't we getting a piece of that with our one game? You know what I mean? A year. And I know they're doing pretty good on mobile, but like, give me another super star Wars. I'm there. Just put 8-bit graphics in The Force Awakens. <laughs> Dude, they, Super Star Wars is available on PS4. Why didn't you complete it? Why don't you go back and remaster these games and put them out? It just It's a cash cow. We would easily buy those kind of games. Yep. Easily. Yep. yep. I agree. All right. uh, next up, big rumor. Big rumor. The uh, As kind of expected or suspected... Uh, the movie from the Game of Thrones creators may or may not explore the Old Republic. Uh, this is something that needs to come to the screen or needs to be explored more. The only thing I want to say about this is I usually throw these things as just conjecture and just fan bullshit. It came to Deadline. Deadline's pretty good about predicting. They they seem to have somebody who's an insider in these kind of meetings. So Absolutely. we'll get we'll get that announcement next month less than a month at celebration, but um, you know, stay within your wheelhouse. You know how to do game of Thrones with star Wars people. Uh, game of Thrones meets Lord of the Rings. Yup. <laughs> yup. Take all of my money. Star Wars stories. Star Wars that, stories, please. That is it. It's a all big right. universe. Big universe. What time is it? Bro? It's time for the pursuit of plastic. All right, Toy fans, we have a new Mondo 
one six scale Masters of the Universe figure available for pre-order right now. It is faker. It looks just like the He-Man figure, but it's genius because you can make your money off it so we can get more Masters of the Universe down the line. Um, I'm not going to buy it. Uh, I just, you know, I like the He-Man figure. I like the Skeletor figure, but I don't need a faker figure. I not do one hundred and sixty-five dollars. No, 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 and it's not—it's not any different, really. If you know, this I could—I could do like a—I uh, could go in, I could change the color of his skin on the computer if I want. Filter that seriously. Just make me a man in arms, Attila, Evelyn. You know, keep it up. Um, next up, uh, Lego Ideas. The latest creation, fan creation, is the Steamboat Willie. Uh, this is. I just I just thought this was really neat. I saw this on uh, the social medias uh, this morning. Uh, the set will be available on the first of April. This may be an April Fool's joke, but no, not really. I will um, definitely be getting the weapon of this. Not mm-hmm. even a huge Mickey Mouse fan, but this looks so cool. It's only gray and black and white. Actually, I don't even know if it's black. Yeah, it's gray, black, and white, but. I, I'm just more intrigued. How do you do this? How do you make this? Like, what does the instruction book look going to look like? Especially so, with Lepin. Oh, well, yeah, with Lepin, maybe I'll have to spring the $80 and buy the Lego version. But it does look really cool. Uh, Lego Ideas tends to think outside of the box with their uh, design. So I think that this one's genius. I can't wait to see it. Yep. Yeah, me neither. So... I do want to say uh, we've got a lot more unboxings up on the YouTube page. And don't forget a towel. Um, Chris just recently did Black Series uh, General Grievous. I did a uh, sideshow Luke Skywalker that you guys can check out as some of the newest ones. But we're constantly adding content to that as we continue to buy toys. Um, So (laughs) we're really, really beefing that up uh, on the uh, social media as well as the YouTube channel. Um, Chris, where can you find us? We are on don't forget a towel.com, your only place to travel geekly, news, reviews, interviews, and more. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And um, I want to say, guys, thank you for listening uh, each and every week. This has been an all star month, one of the best months ever for, uh, for listens. So thank you for that. And um, keep on reading those comics. Yeah, man. We'll see you next time, guys. <laughs>